Welcome back to Half Damage, a Curse of Strahd actual play D&D podcast presented by Crit Chat. When last we left our heroes. Welcome! You're on the greatest show on earth! You're gonna be famous! We got Strahd! The door flies open and a wind rushes in and the bartender goes, Not now, not now! We're not even on the air yet! Could you do me a favor and ask for the honest ale? It cuts back to Fang and she's wearing like a Reebok hat. She's like, yeah, these people are all sellouts. So what is it exactly that we are attempting to win? Win the show. If you get to defeat Strahd, all of this is yours. There are people watching? Well, not right now. We're on break right now. How often do we go on one of these breaks? Depends. Anything interesting happening? Then we're probably gonna stick with it. What if something not interesting is happening? Like, a lot. I'm not gonna lie to you. It would be best if for yourselves if you kept it interesting. A bell rings, and he's gone back. Fang-esque guy at the bar. Who are you, man? Another one of these, uh, actor guys? My name is Ismar. Honestly, I think you can make a difference here. This is not sustainable. This has to have an end and none of us can do it. You're the ones that are able to finish everything going on here. If only you'll help us. We pass the teacup to whoever's speaking. We seem to be in some sort of play production. The basic thing is that we have to murder or survive, and we could win a lot of money from it. If it's the only way out of here is to play their weird game, then I think we gotta play it. Doesn't seem like everyone here is exactly a volunteer. How do you propose we play this game? There seemed to be that one guy's name, and the doors blew open. Strahd? The window flies open, and an alarm goes off, and hoisting himself up is a man more beautiful than any man you have ever seen, and he says, Did somebody say strong? How nice to finally meet you. Let's pick this back up. <laughs> I, I don't have the capability of describing this beautiful, beautiful man, because we all, we all have our own tastes. But Is it he Jackman? <laughs> Yeah, it's just Hugh Jackman. Fuck Please. it, why not? No. <laughs> oh, okay. We're, we're good. We're gold. Correct. <laughs> he has um like long, long dark hair uh, that falls to about his shoulders. If it's your preference, it can be up in a man bun. I'm not here to police your interest. Fuck it. Van oh Helsing God. Hugh Jackman is still a good Hugh Jackman. <laughs> it's Van Helsing Hugh Jackman, I guess. Never mind. <laughs> Fuck your imaginations, it's Van Helsing Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Perfect visual, continue. <laughs> I need a moment! You can't just throw that at me and then be okay with it. Do you need oh, me to send no. you a picture to help you create your words? Your imagined words? <laughs> Fucking Van Helsing Hugh Jackman, I guess. Hoist himself up. <laughs> To lounge in the window, like, in that classic way that you would see, like, any boy from a romance lounge in a window, his back up against one side, his leg hanging delicately over, and, like, he seems to fix you in particular (laughs) with a gaze that is... You, you might be in a weird situation right now. It might be the strangest time of your life, but you still feel a little shiver run through you. Fuck your sexual preference. This boy is a little bit good. <laughs> <laughs> 
anyone in the world who says they're not attracted to Van Helsing, Hugh Jackman's just lying at So, <laughs> and he looked. That's peak Jackman. Peak. Ew, I didn't like the way that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel bad. Well, now I know what my next player character is going to be called. Peak Jackman. <laughs> That's. Oh. That's Hugh's brother. Hi, I'm Pete Jack. <laughs> Hi, I'm Pete Jackman, and you're listening to this stupid bad podcast. Stupid bad podcast. Stupid bad network. Oh my god. <laughs> oh Jesus fucking Christ. Um, Can Pete Jackman be the next podcast on the Stupid Bad Network? I mean, it's just yes. gonna be watching Hugh Jackman movies. Oh, I will watch nice. that with you. Is this your elevator pitch? <laughs> this is my elevator pitch. <laughs> stupid, terrible, stupid bad podcast. I have already subscribed to your show. <laughs> <laughs> I already have a Patreon up and running. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you you have a beautiful, beautiful man that uh, stares at you from the window. Camilla looks at him, opens her mouth to say something, turns back, takes the teacup, turns back to him and says... <laughs> <laughs> Would that be you? <laughs> yes, dear <laughs> child, I am Strahd. And you hear a crack of lightning from outside that illuminates him in a way that is ethereal and beautiful. And boy, sweet howdy, you cannot get over how beautiful this boy is. Camilla absolutely raises her eyebrows in press. <laughs> Fang is gonna take the teacup from Camilla and say, uh, we're kind of doing a thing with this teacup that you're sort of stepping <laughs> all over. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I personally, I would appreciate it if you waited your turn to talk. <laughs> he gives a slight chuckle. Not the one that I did. He gives like a, like a sexy boy <laughs> chuckle. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> 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 Whatever. <laughs> And <laughs> thank you, Alfred. I'll dub that in. <laughs> um, and he, yeah, he holds out a, a like his well manicured hand to accept the teacup if you would offer it to him. Oh, I don't want to hand it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Fang hands the um. cup to Poncho. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I, I turn to him and I say, um, <laughs> uh, I, I, actually, I, I was saying. Strad, which is uh, short for uh, Stradivarius, my, my my favorite kind of violin. Um, so, <laughs> I really, I think you're. I think you're uh, just kind of uh, sort of. Uh, you're not quite what we're. We're, we're okay. We, we don't want to buy anything. <laughs> he goes to say something and then like pauses and then kind of like. Holds his hand out a little further for the teacup. Ismay, this is Allie asking. Yeah. Do I have more than one teacup? Yeah, sure, this is not something that's like in a standard Whatever. pack. You know what I mean? Yeah. What? I'm trying to set rules to your world. <laughs> You're doing better than I am. <laughs> like, whatever. I mean, okay, I'm going to assume that you have at the very least four teacups for like everyone, like one for everyone in the party because that's how your magic works. I'm gonna okay. Let's let's make some hard and fast rules. You have a total of eight teacups. Let's put okay. that down. I am going to note that. Yeah. Just I feel like you you're this world is not kind, <laughs> and I feel like I have to 
allow you to set limitations there where even though I absolutely would not like that. <laughs> I like, it's like, this world is not kind, but you've got the most fucking I don't care GM. Like, sure, <laughs> why not? You can have anything. Like, no, Ismay, that's not how this campaign works, huh? Yeah, no, I just... <laughs> I mean, if I could take out unlimited teacups and you want me to just keep going with it as a gag, I'll lean into that. That's fine. <laughs> no. You know, we'll go. We'll go with solid I, eight teacups. But I feel like it's not particularly fair to you ah. if that's the case. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll do. We'll say eight teacups, and I don't know. You can make some more out of leaves or something later. Whatever. Okay, fine. Um, Camilla stands up. He puts out her hand for the teacup. Oh, I, I pass it to you. Um, is the teacup warm by now? Ah, uh, yeah, sure. I, <laughs> he's, he's been heating it a little bit. She's not gonna. She's gonna hold it like as nonchalantly as she possibly can, <laughs> not letting on that it's warm. Roll for nonchalance. And like, <laughs> yeah, and just like hold it towards Strahd with like pointedly. Yeah, she. Uh, Strahd reaches out and takes it. Uh. Very, very careful to like very slightly brush against your finger as he does before taking no. it back <laughs> and taking a sip from oh. it. Sorry, sorry, hang on. I need to reopen that picture of Hugh yeah. Jackman and now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I can. Uh, okay, okay, now I'm in. It, go, it goes from <laughs> uh, to ooh. Oh. I think there's a moment of repulsion as like this person that she does not instinctually like. Is touching her, but is also it's Hugh Jackman. I guess she's also it's somewhat also attracted to him in some undescribable way, uh, and can't get past that either, and is not happy about either of these things. I'm imagining a future where, for somehow, we get Hugh Jackman on this fucking podcast, not to play Strahd, but just to play like villager number that. three that like oh. comes in and just I is would just die. like. <laughs> Oh my god. I would, would literally die. die. I would just be like, thank you, Ismay, and I will have ascended. <laughs> I'm blissed delight. <laughs> but yeah, he, he takes the uh the teacup and uh takes a small sip. It is uh fortunate that I'm able to meet you at this time. Wonderful to have you in my domain, and I cannot wait to get to know you. You seem like formidable folk. And <laughs> I guess that you might uh, fancy yourselves as the kind that might be able to uh, take me down, as it were. I'll let you know now. He leans in a little bit, and again, it seems like he is looking at you individually. Like, it's not possible, but you in that moment know that he's looking at you. Many before have tried. Many before have not succeeded. And you, my little friends, are no different. And again, the bell rings after a moment, and the man you have come to know as Strahd takes a deep breath, sits up, puts the, and like leans down to put the uh the teacup on the floor, and from his breast pocket gets a cigarette to light it and takes a deep inhale and goes it is so good to meet you and he like kind of he, he's been lazing on the window in like the most like nonchalant like devil may care way um and, but just kind of like awkwardly a little bit climbs into the room and offers his hand to like shake each of yours 
<laughs> like he clambers it like he like one leg over and then like turns like, around and... yeah he like he kind of like catches oh his God. foot on it a little bit in his eagerness to like come in the room <laughs> and crisscross applesauces with you guys on the floor um like oh with like God. a big oh beaming grin and like i don't think you've ever seen like at least in the recent history have not seen someone this ecstatic in a long while um and kind of like takes her hands and like shakes them vigorously it is amazing to see you all oh it's been so long since we've had anyone in here oh it's gonna break up the monotony like crazy oh lord there are so many people out there fang he like rounds on fang and like has just like a face creasing grin and goes you, I have waited for so long to speak to you. They uh, wasn't in the cards, you know. Uh, and he like takes another drag of his cigarette and just like sits, like sits back and waits. Yeah. Oh yeah, Camille's definitely coughing up a lung. I'm re- no, I'm I'm sorry. I started laughing so hard I started choking because I just noticed all of the Van Helsing pictures that you sent the group <laughs> chat. Oh my god! Yeah, you just noticed them. I have oh been okay, guys. Okay, pause. the 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 very first oh, no. picture, the first picture with the scarf and the jacket. That is Strad. Oh no! For the rest of forever. Oh no! Oh, he's so oh, my god. It's. So perfect. Thank you for noticing all of my hard work. Ian, I really um, thought you were just, I thought you were role-playing. Like, I thought you were coughing at the cigarette. <laughs> yeah, because of the cigarette. No, yeah. I, I started laughing with some water in my mouth, and then I started choking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine, yeah. Oh I'm my good. god. I got Hugh Jackman so to keep sorry. me company. I was just like, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> definitely coughing with Fang. Definitely. Definitely oh going God. with this. That second to last picture, I'm having a moment, actually, but like... <laughs> oh yeah, second to last. Oh moment. yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> this has been um, a bad podcast. For those at home, second to last is absolutely topless. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> like, excellent. Like, Strat's wearing clothes, I guess, but like, oof, one day, maybe. Fingers crossed. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, Lord. but yeah. So you are currently sitting with <laughs> uh, with. No, yeah, you're gonna have oh. to repeat everything he said to Fang because I honestly didn't catch any of it. Oh uh, yeah, he he turns to Fang and with like a bite, like, a bright, gr- like beaming, face splitting grin, goes, "It is absolutely amazing to meet you. Uh, it has been, oh, what over a year now. Oh, they've just." They've said it wasn't on the table yet, it's not in the cards, but I am not lying, this is not a stretch, it is an honor to meet you. Fang looks very uncomfortable. Uh, she, she like, tries to smile, but it doesn't look like a smile at all, and kind of, like, slumps down a bit. I, I perk up a little bit of being called honored. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an honor to be honored! And, and I shake his hand, <laughs> if he's, if he's preparing his Oh, yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> like... He shakes her hand with like a like a great vigor, and it's just like the happiest. <laughs> Honestly, this oh, you you must know by now. This is not <laughs> this is not the first time that uh, adventurers have come through these doors. But ooh, let me tell you, it's not been uh, it's not been a uh, diversity hire. I'll tell you that much. It's humans, <laughs> humans, humans. Oh, an elf ranger. Oh, yeah, that's original. Um, but. <laughs> It is absolutely amazing to see you all here. Excuse me. Yes. 
Again, he so he looks over at you, and like again, the world stops. You hear the heavenly chorus sing as he fixes you with those beautiful eyes. I'm I'm definitely just stammering <laughs> at this point. Uh, I, I, you 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 seem you seem genuinely excited to see us. You are well. Our newest heroes, and as far as I'm concerned, the best we've had for a while now. I'm gonna look back at Fang, look back at Strahd, and look back at Fang and and mouth. Aren't we supposed to kill him? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I I, I turn from, I listen to that, and I turn to Strahd and look him in the eyes, and I'm like, are are we supposed to kill you? (laughs) He gives he gives a throaty chuckle uh, that I could do if I was oh. less bad at everything. And he goes, "Well, yes, that is uh, that is the idea, but you know, before then, uh, I'm assuming that we'll have some good times. Uh, if if it gets to that point, I look forward to the <laughs> the battle of it. But the journey is really what counts here. I would assume." Um, I, for one, uh, do hope that it is not me that has to kill you. I, I mean, for my own preservation's sake, I hope that you don't have to kill me either. But uh, that's the way of it. <laughs> I, Ponche looks very awkward because this is insane. Fang is gonna lean forward and be like, "So." I, I mean, you you seem pr- pretty open to giving us some info. Oh, so how do how do we do that? How how um how do you die by our hand? How do we kill you? Oh, I mean, look, I'm I'm in the same position as most people. I'm not. I I do not relish the idea of dying. I'm not. I'm not that far gone yet. But honestly. If, even if I wanted to tell you, NDAs, my friend, NDAs have got me by the cojones. <laughs> I could not tell you if I wanted to. <laughs> That's... Fang has no idea what an NDA is. Yeah, she neither likes... does Camilla. But, but, no yeah, me, neither does Pache, but we all, we all, we all nod <laughs> vigorously. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Nodding. Uh, yeah, yeah, those NDAs will get you every time, you know? Honestly, that's part of the journey. You, uh, it's the hero's tale, you know? You come from meager backgrounds, you go out, you fight struggles along the way, you try and find the, the means to the end to fight the big bad in the end, and eventually, well, <laughs> hopefully, well, maybe not hopefully for me, but the story ends with you being victorious. You have to find the means. There are clues along the way, don't worry. We've got people set up here, there, and everywhere that should help you along. Um, I will uh, warn you, I am <laughs> I'm a bit of a formidable foe. I wouldn't, as soon as we get back on set, I wouldn't try anything just yet. But, because that could, you know, end rather badly. But, um, I, after some time, some determination, I'm sure that... You'll manage to put up a sterling effort, and I'll, uh... He looks a little bit... He looks a little bit sad, but also a bit accepting of his future and his fate. He goes, well, well, 
we'll see who triumphs in the end, I suppose. <laughs> Sari pipes up and raises her hand and says, Hi! Um, Hello. Again, stares at you with the beautiful gaze. <laughs> the heavens sing. <laughs> oh boy. Um, <laughs> hi. Hmm. <laughs> Did you say oh boy? Yes. <laughs> God, Emily. <laughs> so good. Um, I don't mean to pry. I see that it's still the commercial break. Um, mm-hmm. Does this mean that you don't want to be here either? Because we could all just like call it a draw and head home. He He gets that that look again, that kind of sad look, that kind of accepting look, and goes, if there was a way that I could get out, I don't know. Maybe I would. But he kind of, like, looks around what is essentially, like, a dank nothing room that you are ashamed to be sitting on the floor of because it's so nasty. But there's kind of a look of love in his eyes, this story is not going to end well for me, but I I don't know anything else. I don't know if I would want anything else. How does one go from this to nothingness? This is the greatest gig I'll ever have, and I'll play my part. <laughs> would you say it's the greatest show you've I ever would, had? I would, actually. And the, you are the man of that greatest <laughs> the show. Of that greatest show. <laughs> uh, sorry, looks sorry, looks over at him and says, "Well, you know, I used to really love blueberries. I would eat blueberries all the time. Blueberries, blueberries, blueberries. And one day, I discovered that I am actually very allergic to blueberries, and <laughs> I couldn't eat scones anymore, blueberry scones. But then I realized that poison is a berry with a B, and I discovered a new love." And now I realize, oh, I can enjoy wonderful things that don't try to kill me. Um, <laughs> and maybe this opportunity we're giving you can be your boysenberry scone. Camilla looks at Sorry with just this sheer, like, she's so impressed. <laughs> she's so impressed with this metaphor. Like, <laughs> And then around on the other side is Fang just looking so confused. <laughs> Because how can you eat something for so long and not realize you're allergic to it? <laughs> for ages, my parents just thought I was born big and red and <laughs> covered in rashes, but... With breathing difficulties? I thought blueberries were spicy. I mean, I ate them so fast I didn't notice that I was losing my breath. That's all. I didn't realize that spicy didn't mean itchy. <laughs> Strahd gives like, like, yeah, Strahd kind of looks at you in a very, like, in the same kind of way that Camilla looks at you, sorry, and just like gives a, a knowing nod and says, I know how it sounds. And I know that, well, part of me is trapped in this I, I've been alive for a long, long time. I've been doing this for a while now. And I know how it sounds, I know, but I'm not trying to garner any sympathy here when I say I'm, I'm looking forward to someone that can maybe put me to rest. (laughs) 
And if you are the people to do it, so much the better. In all honesty, I am rooting for you. Uh, Fang is gonna raise her hand and say, like, I, uh, okay, I, there's, like, people being forced into doing this, but I, th- what, who's forcing you to do this if you're at the top of the, the food chain? He gives a grin and goes, NDA. Oh, those NDA, no, you know what, NDAs. Uh, of course, yeah, 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 he just, he just kind of like smiles and nods at you. <laughs> Camille is just gonna do like an uh, as as loud of a quiet whisper as she can to them and go. He must have signed a contract too. What's what's a contract? <laughs> it's it's at that point. Strahd Strahd kind of looks down with like a little bit of a sad look at his face and goes, "Oh Lord, okay, uh, places, I guess." Um. It was honestly amazing to talk to you all. Um, sorry about. I'm probably going to say some really mean things <laughs> as it goes, but um, I look forward. I hope that we get a chance to talk in the future. It is wonderful to uh, to speak with you. And he looks a little bit sad, but he uncrisscross applesauces, uncriss uncross on applesauce, uh, whatever. Sure. Um, <laughs> and goes back over to the window. <laughs> you can see him. He stubs out the butt of his cigarette on his skin before throwing it out the window um, and then goes back to his like nonchalant lounging position and gives a quick wink to you all before you hear the bell go off again and he resumes his ha- more haughty nature though still fucking beautiful because <laughs> Jesus Christ have we seen this boy I mean I'm yep. looking at yes. I'm looking directly yes. into Hugh Jackman's eyes at this very moment yes. if you're listening to this and you haven't googled pictures of Van Helsing Hugh Jackman just do yourself a favor mm-hmm. you're on yeah, your do phone right now favor. just pull it up Whenever there's a scene, whenever you're listening yeah. to the show and there's mm-hmm. a scene involving Strahd, <laughs> oh, yeah. you have to have the image up. Specifically, scarf. Okay? Yeah. You need to be I'm looking like, at it as it while it happens. I'm so I'm so otherwise glad you're not that this happened because experience. otherwise I don't know how well Strahd would have gone down. Like I, he could have come in and be like, "I ain't fuckers, how <laughs> oh, yeah, you doing?" But you still have Hugh Jackman in your mind, so you're like, "I mean, cool, yeah, I'm up for it. Legs open, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, as soon as the the bell goes, uh, you can see him assuming his haughty position once again. He's picked up the the teacup again. If you match cut it, he would have been he would be in the perfect position as he was when you last left him. And he gives a wink <sighs> and casually sets down the teacup on the windowsill, gives you a wink and goes, "I look forward to hearing from you in the future." But I'll tell you now. You cross me, and you will die. <laughs> and with that, the thunder cracks, and he disappears into a bunch of bats because vampires. And you can hear the squeaks <laughs> as they leave the window, the howling of the wolves resurfaces once again before you hear the patter of them running away and you're left the four of you alone in the room hey guys yeah yeah yes this place sucks <laughs> I, I, I i turn to you and i say i liked him <laughs> <laughs> oh my 
course you did, Poncho. Fang's gonna take the teacup and uh, <laughs> say, "I I think maybe we should we should go talk to that Ismark guy. I think we have to move this forward. I guess." Is it dark outside now? Yeah, I guess it's always it? yeah. It, it's gone on in the day a little bit. It's kind of like approaching uh, nighttime. Um, it, it's always a little bit bleak outside. So when you first look out, you're just like, "Oh, it's probably getting tonight." But you're, but yeah, it, it's it's bleak. But you know, it's kind of getting nighttimey. Though it's probably kind of early, early night. Maybe around like three, four. Like yeah, three, three, four, five p.m. We could go talk to him and then come back here and sleep. I like the second sure. part of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That that was uh, yeah. That was my favorite part as well. Can we throw dinner in there? Food, food would be good. Okay. Oh, I, I spent so long asking for chips. I oh. <laughs> you still didn't get the chips though. <laughs> and this was not because I, the DM forgot about it. Thank you for noticing. No, <laughs> I did I not don't. forget. What? No, what? It wasn't last session, and I didn't forget. Shut up. Whatever. <laughs> oh, I, I thought. I, I mean, I thought he was just. Being totally non-responsive, yeah. but I mean, yes, sure. that is what happened. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> very perceptive. <laughs> Shit. I'm gonna stand up. Should we? I stand up. I stand up. I uncrisscross my applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid bad podcast. <laughs> once, every, once, once Fang stands up as well, I'm like, yeah, and I head out the door. <laughs> <laughs> do like a freeze frame in the air I, with your fist up can I just say I love that Poncho just leads everything <laughs> <laughs> Poncho just like got on board oh yeah you were just, just on goes. board I'm just gonna shrug and follow him um, I would like to think that uh, Sari hangs back for just a second and she quietly whispers Strahd one more time so yeah, oh yeah, everyone else has like left the room. Uh, roll me a perception check. Oh boy. <laughs> it's a nat 20, my dude. Hells <laughs> yes. I like these dice. If you've noticed, I've rolled twice and they've when- been kind. <laughs> Better dice. That's so good. Holy fuck. Um, you are leaving the room. Everyone else has left. And you say the name Strahd. And for a moment, nothing really happens. You don't notice anything and you're like oh okay well i guess it's just kind of a one-time thing um but you also hear like (laughs) like a very like soft whistling of the breeze through the window and a very far off toll of a bell and it sounds for a moment like the breeze is saying hey new number who dis (laughs) hey new new number who dis (laughs) <laughs> That's it. It would be cool if I had anything for that moment, but oh, that was what you got. My God. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? What's this podcast? It's a stupid oh, bad production. Stupid Ooh. bad production. I know. Ismay, if I message oh, you something, God. could I have Sorry, like, kind of have an aside to Strahd? Like, she knows that he's probably not there, but could she Ooh, say? Go for okay, it. cool. And then she leaves the room. Wait, 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 wait. Actually, actually, actually. Private chats, lol. This That's is so exciting. <laughs> private channel. Hey, hey. hey what's the aside you want? Okay. Uh, I want Sari to kind of like stand in the room for a moment. And she hears who number who dis. And she doesn't know if it's real or not. <laughs> um, 
But she looks down and says, if, if it comes to the moment where someone has to die, um, choose me. And please at least, please let Camilla go at the very least. And then she leaves the room. And Ismay's heart breaks. Oh my god. Okay, back into the actual play. Oh god. Shh, guys, shh, shh. Hey, hey, how's it going? Hey. Oh, 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 hey, hey, yeah. hey, you. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Yeah. Okay. Ismay and I were just laughing on the other channel talking about how stupid you are. Yeah, essentially we went to the other channel and everyone was like, oh, the other guys are dweebs. I was like, yeah, babe, they're dweebs. <laughs> Man, it's like they play D&D or something. Yeah, right? It's like they're losers. It's like, dun Hey there, nerds. Welcome to the middle of the podcast break chat with Ismay. I hope you're enjoying the hell out of this episode, even though it took an emotional turn for a hot second and it broke my little heart. Uh, We'll get back to poop and fart jokes in a hot second. Don't you worry about it. So yeah, so for those of you who do not know, uh, Half Damage is a Crit Chat production. Crit Chat is the place that the five of us met. Uh, It is a podcast hosted by yours truly, where it's a bunch of DMs who get together and talk about how to make your D&D games better. So if that is interesting to you at all, if you're a DM or if you're a player that might be interested in some point doing uh, DMing, or if you want to hear us slowly degrade into talking about which creatures from the Monster Manual are the sexiest, then you know what? Go ahead and find Crit Chat. You can find Crit Chat wherever podcasts are found. You can find us on our SoundCloud, on iTunes, and all the podcaster apps, or podcatcher apps, whatever. You know what? Words are difficult. Um, I mention this now because it makes more sense when I tell you all of our social media deeds, because we're sharing all of our social media stuff with Crit Chat, and you can find us on all of those. So you can find us on facebook.com forward slash crit chat, that is all one word, and on twitter.com at uh, forward slash crit underscore chat. Um, or you can use, if you want to talk to us there, uh, with, for, for half damage in particular, uh, give us the hashtag half damage and you might get a little shout out on the show or some shit. I don't know what, what I'm doing anymore. Uh, we, we might, we might cuss out your mom. We might fucking say thank you for listening. It's going to be one or the other. It's going to be a surprise. I probably won't make fun of your mom. I'm sorry for everyone out there. You can find these links in the description of wherever you're listening to this. Uh, you can also find our Discord through that link. That's the only place you can find our Discord. Um, and you can find us on Patreon if you also want. There's the, the link for Patreon in there as well. Uh, Patreon is a way that helps us uh, make a little bit of money off the show. Well, not really make a little bit of money. It's more like it helps us break even from the destitution that podcasting brings you into at some point. Uh, it basically means that we are able to put up these podcasts and keep them up on SoundCloud and get all of our algorithms or the, uh, the, like, podcaster helper things. Um, and maybe at some point, if we manage to get enough of that sweet, sweet Skrilla, we might be able to, uh, dosh out a little bit of money so we can help out all of the other crit chatters with getting some really nice microphones and shit so that we all sound pretty, like, even in our in our talk abilities which would be like my actual dream if i was able to give a little bit back to my sweet sweet friends 
Um, but yeah, I think that that's that's it for us. Um, yeah, if you if you like this podcast, it would do so much for us if you just mention it to your friends. If your friends like other actual play podcasts, then recommend this one because this one's dope and we're great and you love us. Please love us. Um, but yes, I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you're enjoying the twists and turns that come with it. And boy, sweet howdy, I hope you're as in love with Stroud as I am. I'll let you get back to the episode now. Have a great day, my dudes. As soon as you go back onto the street, it's just as you remember it. It's got the... It's a little bit darker now. The lighting's gone a little bit dimmer. All the houses are ramshackle. You hear a sobbing coming from around the corner. You hear vaguely a small child singing from the direction that you came from. And it's the same people, the gaunt looking, don't want to look at you or stare openly at you people going by. I roll my eyes. Coming coming out from the, the tavern, uh, you see a place uh, just down the street as, well, as one time he described as the Burgomaster's place, and the other time described as the Burgermaster's place. <laughs> There's a place that looks a little bit more put together than the rest. Oh, awesome. They've got a Burgermaster here. I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you all you all start tramping that way, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess am so. I or am I not? humming Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> I mean, only you can answer that question, to be honest. Okay, I'm not. That, that would be... Okay, Aww, I open the door and I say, uh, crew catering? <laughs> well, okay. Before you get that far. Yeah, so as as you guys are going like to the mansion, ever, everyone sees, like, yeah, the mansion, but Camilla, it's you that kind of notices that it's though it seems at first like it does blend in with the surroundings even though it's a little more ostentatious it's still got it's like gnarled iron fence and the overgrown yard but the lights that you can see inside because there are some lights on inside they actually look warm and kind of inviting unlike the fire that was in the tavern that even though it was you know a fire and a hearth it still felt and looked a bit cold but in this place, in this mansion, the bricks aren't entirely falling out of the building. And while it's dirty, the thing that you pass through to get there is definitely a weather-beaten and dirt-encrusted set of golden arches. Huh. Are we at McDonald's? <laughs> Shut up, Emily. <laughs> oh my god. The burger masters you... the McDonald's. And as you, like, this is something that you can all perceive. As you approach the mansion, from inside, you hear a deafening roar. Well, no, actually, sorry. You hear a deafening roar! It's fucking roar! Are you fucking stealing oh, my bad, monster, Ismay? Stupid bad joke. <laughs> Ismay <laughs> fucking Ismay. <laughs> Did you steal my monster? You are the monster. I, I, it's my button. I need you to shut up right now. <laughs> you stole my monster. Podcast over. We're done. I didn't need. I don't need the rest of the podcast. This is it. We're done here. Bye, guys. Bye. Bless oh, delight. Hello. I'm gonna be talking to my lawyers about this. <laughs> <laughs> I stole.
stole your shit. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, it's my fucking Hutton. At this point, I would like to say TM, 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 Emily. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh my god. My, my head is just in my hands right now, by the way. I just... <laughs> Oh, this is the purest joy that I've ever felt in my heart. In my heart of hearts. Uh, well, I'm ready. Uh, Fang has turned around and it's just marching away from the mansion. She's going to walk into the fog and nope, we're uh, done. die slowly. <laughs> like, I'd rather be dead, actually. It's the problem. Camilla looks from the building to Fang, from the building to Fang, and then just goes, Fang, Fang wait. Fang? No, she's gone too late. She's gone. Fang. Bye forever. <laughs> she's gone, she's gone. Bye. Bye, gone forever. Bye, Fang. It's a serious Fang, rap no. on Fang. Oh, wait, I think. New characters, start rolling. <laughs> Her identical twin sister, Krang, shows up. Krang. Krang. Uh, yay, the Krang is here. Yay. Stupid. I hate this podcast. I hate you guys. Krang nods and says, I'll get you, turtles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we doing? Camilla just start, takes a piece of paper out of her pocket and just starts tearing it into little pieces. Or should we say shreds? Oh. Really? That was too far? That was well, that was <laughs> okay, that too far. My Krang joke was fine, but... <laughs> guys still going up to the big stupid mansion that I've ruined? <laughs> Camilla realizing that she's not going to be able to get Fang to stop walking in the other direction turns back to the building and keeps walking in the same direction. <laughs> Fang will turn around. She does it as a goof, but she turns back around and comes inside with everyone. <laughs> Poultry says, <laughs> nice goof. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was a pretty good bit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, unbeknownst to you, the audience at home all turns to each other and goes, that was a very good goof. Because uh, <laughs> everyone who listens to this show does it all in one room. And I'll just listen to it at the same time. Oh, yeah. Not even that. It's it's all the people who watch The Curse of Strahd. Here's oh, the yeah. greatest thing. It's both, huh? <laughs> Guys. In fiction It's both, huh? Yeah. While I was writing this, uh, this whole fucking arc, I had a little bit of a moment when I realized that, and I'm not gonna lie, I stared off into space for a good, like, ten minutes where I just contemplated life and the existence of everything, so that was cool. That was a cool day that I had. Yeah, that's, that's something. Yeah, so all of you, like, keep going through to reach the door of this mansion, uh, as you make it through the golden arches and the overgrown lawn that is has a path beaten into it by feet that have stomped through and just pushed the grass aside, uh, that's the only kind of marker that you have on the way that you get to the front door. Uh, it's a big, ostentatious thing. It's got like very dark oak and a big brass knocker and looks fairly mansion-y I guess is what I'm getting at. Good adjective. I used my word pictures. <laughs> I've not had like five glasses of gin and tonic. What? <laughs> I have been whisked away to a world of imagination. I guess we we knock? Yeah, as you, as you knock on the door, it's got the big resounding brass knocker sound that seems to like reverberate inside the house that you can hear before 
a semi-familiar face comes to the door. First, like, opening it a little bit, it's got the, the latch and chain. And you can see Izark's face kind of uh, looking through at you before closing it with like a, oh, and opening it and throwing the door wide open for you and going, ha, adventurers, thank you so much for coming to the aid of a small town. Please, please, come in, come in, come in. I already uh, regret this. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I sense no danger whatsoever. <laughs> Roll for deception. No. Um, as you as you go inside, sure enough, inside it's a lot warmer and nicer than it was in uh, in the tavern. Like the the fire that you can see inside the big spacious man- mansiony. Li- what is it? There's a word for mansiony that's not mansion. Is it man- Manchurian? Yeah. <laughs> is it? Is that really a thing? Yeah. I- I mean, yes, it's a word, but I don't think it's the right It's word. not the definition you're looking for. <laughs> well, then why am I here? People, I'm here. You're supposed to be here to be smarter than me and give me good <laughs> words to say with my word mouth. I mean, in his defense, he just did that. <laughs> Actually, fair. You know what? Point taken. <laughs> I guess it's fucking mansion-y inside. It's a big, beautiful space. It's a little bit worn down. Not so much as the tavern that you were in earlier. Uh, but you can see the big, like, red couch is a little bit threadbare. Uh, there's a little bit of, like, dust and cobwebs in the corner. But in general, it's a nice space. It's yeah, it's a lot more inviting than what you had before. And Ismark kind of gestures you in and like gestures to like the the roundabout couches that sit in front of the fireplace and hope that you sit down and go sit in a big armchair himself. Uh... Fang isn't going to be the first person to sit. <laughs> I, 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 Poncho sits down. <laughs> Poncho just in there like a shot, like, yes. Yeah. I hop onto Sitting. a sofa. Poof. <laughs> sure enough, a big, like, cloud of fucking, a- not ash, a uh, cloud of, like, dust rises up. <laughs> I'm absolutely walking behind Poncho and just crossing my arms. Uh, sorry, sits on the floor. Crisscross applesauce. Mm. Crisscross applesauce. I, I mean, I crisscross applesauce, but I'm on a safe <laughs> so I feel yeah, superior. Like, <laughs> uh, of course you are. Like a gentleman crisscross applesauce exactly. is, you know? <laughs> he goes, thank you so very much for coming. I, I won't ask what changed your mind. I just, thank you. Thank you so much. I hate to be a burden on you, um... But there are things which uh, we uh, we must deal with in this place we find ourselves in. If you have any questions, I would be happy to do my best to answer. Why? Why is everyone incapable of? Why, how are you capable of speaking to us when the barman was? Why is the barman so useless? <laughs> <laughs> well. It's difficult for folk like him. They are... He looks down at his hands and then looks into the fire with like a faraway gaze of someone that would like to monologue for a hundred (laughs) years. Well, there are some of us here that are... We don't really have the capability of hope these days. They don't really look upon the world with any amount of joy. They just live from day to day. 
Some say that it is because they lack the soul that you and I would have. Only a very few people in this place actually possess a soul that wishes to continue living, that wishes for a better future, that wishes for something more than, than this. But people like our friend, the bartender, <laughs> they are they're too far gone. That's a really mean way to describe depression. I'm sure you just need someone to talk to. <laughs> You're giving him too much credit. I just thought his customer service was appalling. <laughs> Ismar kind of looks into the fire. He doesn't turn to look at you guys and gives a kind of a soft, like, joyless chuckle and goes, Well, I understand why you would think this, but it's not a matter of opinion. It's... It's just how things are around here. There are people that, when they die, they don't go anywhere. They came from nothing. They'll go to nothing. They're not... They're not the kind of people that move on from this kind of place. But there are those of us that have hope, like myself, like my father, like my sister, like my... Like my dear departed father. Poncho is asleep. Poncho's asleep! <laughs> Sorry. That's so good. Poncho softly snores. <laughs> I love Poncho so much. I just want to say this unabashedly. Yeah. I love so Poncho. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's fucking, yeah, Ismark just kind of stares into the, into the fire, seemingly lost in his own mind. Not that I don't appreciate a good story, because if anyone here appreciates a good story, I appreciate <laughs> a good story. What the heck is happening here? Like, can you point us in a direction? Can you give us anything clearer than anyone's given us? Ismark kind of, he, he seems like he takes a moment looking at the, uh, looking into the fire before he looks back at you all. He goes, this land has been like this for as long as I can remember. We're ruled over by... by Strahd. He is the master of these lands for reasons beyond anyone's comprehension. We don't know why he came to have these lands. We don't know how we come to stop him. But all we know is none of us have been able to stop him. He rules with an iron fist. If any of us were to stand up to him, he would kill us on the spot. We don't have a choice here. None of us are strong enough to face him. We rely on the kindness of strangers, and a couple folks such as yourself have come and gone, and they, they haven't lasted very long. But I... I see in you a spark. I see maybe some people who could finally take us from this world, give us a chance at actually having a life. (laughs) (laughs) Camilla's still behind Pancho. She definitely just gently puts a hand on his shoulder. And looks with annoyance. <laughs> Asmark doesn't seem to actually notice that much. Or even if he does notice, doesn't seem to mind that much that Poncho was falling asleep. Asmark kind of 
like stops and goes and looks back at the fire and says, look, if you have the capability of helping us, I could not tell you how much that would mean to the folks here. I just hope that maybe you'll try. Um, well, as a part of, uh, um, you're a really good actor. Um, (laughs) (laughs) you see his eye twitch again as you say it. And I applaud you. And I'm sure that the circumstances are dire. Um, and that, you know, this straw guy is very bad. But I, I don't understand. Here's, here's where I keep getting stuck. And I hope that you can help me. Be my Pam. My Spam. My Pam. That's the cooking spray I use. Um, now, help me figure this out, okay? If a guy has a death wish... Why is it so impossible to kill him? That's what I don't get. A death wish? Well, yeah. He he doesn't really... Strahd? Yeah, he has a death wish. Strahd would not give up this mantle he has for the world. Then why are we competing for it? There's no other way. Hmm. If he were to keep ruling... You've seen the outsides. That is because of him. If he were to be taken down this land, I, I... have hope that maybe we could make something good of this place. Maybe it wouldn't be the wasteland it is. Maybe there would be joy in the streets again. There was joy in the streets? At one point, I've heard tell, many, many hundreds of years before I was born. Can you prove it to us? Prove what to you? That it was happy, that things were better off before he came. I, I need, there's this thing that I learned from my parents when trying to learn the bardy ways. And uh, different people have different backstories, and I'm not really believing the Strahd character. And she's kind of winking over at <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really want to know why I should hate this guy. I want to know why I should love you. And I want to have my motivation. So I'm going to let you start that monologue again. (laughs) (laughs) Motivation is good. Motivation, that's definitely what we need. You see in his eyes a look of the DM is scared now. Uh, (laughs) He looks down at his, his folded hands in front of him and goes, look. Honestly, I don't know if there was a better time than this, but he is the one in control here. He is the one that makes everything the way it is. And the only thing that I know is that anything has to be better than this, right? Anything. You've seen the people out there, the way that they stare, the way that they live. It's not natural. It's not living. As long as he is in charge, there's no joy in this place we live. Fang is gonna raise her hand. So can I? Can I? Can I go? <laughs> can I go? Do I need the teacup? Can I go? Uh, and she'll say, "I mean, I, I, I don't know about all of y'all, but if the only way we can get out of here is by going and murking this Strahd guy, I, I'm, I'm kind of all for it." I'm I'm with Ismark. This place sucks. I've been here for for over a year. I've lost track of how many days. I, I don't want to I don't want to be here anymore. 
Sorry, looks over at Fang and says, I, I just have the suspicion and uh, actors aren't very good at making decisions on their own. That's why I didn't become an actor. And I feel like there's something more here and yeah, I'm willing to find it out. It's just, and she kind of looks down and she looks back over at Camilla and she goes, I still just want to go home. Camilla's still standing behind Poncho with her hand on Poncho and she she let lets go and walks over over to Sari and just puts her arm around Sari's shoulder and gives a squeeze. In the background, uh Poncho had been kind of leaning into the hand so he slowly slides <laughs> off the couch yes. behind him. Yes. <laughs> 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 Camilla doesn't even flinch. She just like, this is happening. <laughs> Sorry, smiles a little bit at Camilla and she looks back. Has has he been named yet? The guy who we've been talking to? Uh, Ismark. Oh, cool. Ismark. He's been named so many I'm times. Such a lame-o. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, what do we have to do to move forward in this game? Ismark kind of gives a chuckle and goes, well... Find out a way to to defeat him, I suppose. If I knew the answer to that, I, I would have done it myself a long while ago. But all I can say is not much good happens in this world, in this land that we live in. If you were to do some good, maybe that would lead on a path that would end up with us triumphing over Strad. So does he have an address? <laughs> Excellent question. <laughs> What's his fucking postcode? Like, give the zip code of that boy. <laughs> yes, please. Um, Ismark uh, points out of the out of one of the the windows to the front of the house, and looking out of it, you can kind of see raised up in the distance a hill and the edges of a jagged building on the top of it. Uh, it casts a long shadow over the town, where before you thought that it was just the big mountain itself. It is the castle that seems to be casting the biggest shadow. Castle Ravenloft.